Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we are back. We've had some conversation a little bit about Wichita State. Uh, Now they're saying that the AAC, that's the American Conference, Athletic Conference, uh, has scheduled a vote by the presidents coming up here in the next day. So it is uh, a foregone conclusion. Pretty much. That I mean, I I don't see anybody from Tulane or Tulsa getting their panties in a bunch. No. Wichita coming to join the fray there. Wichita will be gone. Mm-hmm. Wichita will no longer be part of the Missouri Valley Conference. And then, now I've laid out my idea. You have. The two Dakota schools that have the most money. Correct. South Dakota State, North Dakota, North Dakota State, State. yep. And Valparaiso. You mm-hmm. go to 12. Here's another thought. I've always wondered about this with conferences that have a lot of teams. Uh, we know here, the Big Ten yes. has 14 teams now. Yes. In basketball, you can't play a true round robin. You can't play 26 conference games. No, no. Only the Big Ten does the round robin thing. The Big 12. I mean, the Big 12, thank you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're the only because ones. They can. The yeah. NBC does as well because yeah. they have 10. Right. But for the bigger conferences, if you're the Big Ten, doesn't it make more sense to go to, say, 20 games? You're able to add another two then, teams that you play twice. What were we? Comp- Your non-conference schedule, you can play eleven. Yeah, uh, accounting an exempt tournament. Nine is what you'd be able to play. You can play as many as thirty-one games though in the regular season. Didn't we have a conversation that Iowa didn't play whiskey until like the last couple of weeks of the yeah. season, yeah. and that was the only time right. that, that they met? Right. Yet they played. Was it Purdue twice Tw- within the first we- two and a half two weeks. and a half weeks? Yeah, yeah. Made- and it was the same thing last year. Yeah, it made they no played sense. Michigan State twice. Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, the whole schedule making doesn't make sense. But if you're a conference like that, you know what are you realistically? All right, you have to give up a home game, but outside of teams that sell out for every game, yeah, well, you can have fourteen, fifteen thousand in the building for. That extra game against Wisconsin. Okay. Or, all right, here comes uh, Utah Valley State. <laughs> and 6,000 people show up and nobody cares. If that. If that. I think it makes sense. Now, this year, the Big Ten can't do that. Correct. You, you know why? Uh, they're all screwed up. They're screwed up, and you know why, though? Uh, why, why, is, why is the schedule going to be so weird this year, Jimmy B? Do you uh, know? Is it because of the Olympics? No. <laughs> oh. You're thinking hockey. Oh, I guess I had hockey there. Yes, okay. You have hockey on the brain. No. This year, for their conference tournament, this coming season, 2017-2018, remember they'll be playing at Madison Square Garden. Yes. Oh, and they have to move it up a week because of the Big East tournament is the following week So we're going to be talking about conference games. You know, sometimes it falls where December 30th, 31st, we'll get a conference game in the power leagues. There's a chance maybe even before Christmas, the Mm -hmm. Big Ten this year, might put a conference game in there. So that's going to certainly ratchet things up, and you know, you'll take away one of the bye weeks that you have throughout there, not even a bye week, but a, a bye part of your schedule, right. either midweek or over the weekend where you won't play a game. One of those will go away. But regardless of all of that, I've always wondered, why, why just the, the stop at 18? In a conference that big, why not go to 20? Mm-hmm. Again, I know you're not going to play a true round robin, but two more shots at conference events, yeah. you get a more true Regular season Do you champion think, out of that? You think coaches yes. are against that so they can play a gutter ball team yes. and just add a win? We'll bring in Morgan State instead. Oh thank, boy. thank you very much. Oh boy. I mean that's that's what it is, but it, it would help your RPI. It would help your conference as a whole. Yeah. Eh, it never happens. But back to the MVC. And that's what I got thinking about twelve. Okay. 
is a conference like that, I mean, it probably doesn't make as much sense because those teams go out and, you know, they need to fill out their schedule. Trial, yeah, I, I guess it wouldn't work for the NBC either if they did go to 12 sure. teams. But back to the initial initial uh, topic that I had. Valparaiso, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Those would be the three teams that I'd be targeting that are realistic options for the NBC. Go to 12, and hopefully that is enough where you get fan bases that actually care about it. All three of those schools have big fan bases, at least in comparison to some of the others that are being talked about. Right. That'll make the way to St. Louis. You'll be able to at least put a little bit of dent in the loss of Wichita and hopefully hold this thing together. Because outside of that, there aren't a whole lot of good options, Jimmy B. Let me let me drop this one on you. Because you referenced the two Dakota schools, would they be excited to move to the Valley, even though the Valley now has lost Creighton and Wichita State? Oh, absolutely. I mean... The, the, summit, reve- the revenue, the, the summit doesn't get the revenue, no, the no, Valley does. No, no, okay. Not even close. Okay. Not even close. Yeah. Right. The MVC is still even in a different part than the Summit League is. So you're moving up. I mean, just, just look at the championship game. The Summit League is caught there on a Monday night late, played in a 4,000-seat arena. The MVC championship game is played in St. Louis in a 20,000-seat arena, and it's nationally on CBS. But they might only have 4,000 people there. That's very well. Very yeah. well mil- be the case. But St. Louis has supported it very well throughout they, the year. They have. They have done a good job of that. You yes. still have fan bases that can travel. You know, When Missouri State's good, they make their way there. When Illinois State is good, they make their way there. It's mm-hmm. an easy drive from normal Bloomington. Yeah, it is. And it's a big school on top of it. You and I fans will travel. Even Drake fans, the mm. one year that they were good, they They travel. went, yes. You have fan bases that can make their way there. Okay. It is a blow. That, that's not to take away anything here. It's not the death knell, though, that some people want. The conference isn't going away. No, no, it's not doing that. It's no, not going it's away. just lose. It's just lost. It's two dynamite prestige universities. That's all. And and when that happens, everybody thinks, "Oh my God, it's going to go right in the dumpster." I don't think that's going to be the case. They're still going to have a conference. It's still a conference. Yeah, yeah they're, they're Doug just, Elgin isn't going to make a call no. Sunday to everybody. And a, bring yeah. them all in and say we're disbanding. We're, yeah, we're done. Right. <laughs> that's not happening. That's, that's not what's going to happen yeah. here. Yeah. But it is going to be different. It will be. And with that, the possibility of down the road, if St. Louis isn't working, do you rotate it through? Do you look at other destinations that make sense? And this is something that I brought up earlier to you, Jim. I think Des Moines would have a real shot because it wouldn't be, quote-unquote, on campus. It wouldn't be at the Knapp Center. Right. You have Wells Fargo Arena. You do. That certainly can pull off an event like that. I mean, they've oh, done NCAA Yes, tournament. they have. No, this would be the this MVP. be easy for them to do. It's all it's drivable for many of the schools. Correct. It's an airport that you can fly into. I mean, yes. good luck getting into Cedar Falls. Right. No. Have you ever flown into no. Cedar Falls, Jimmy uh, B? No. Well, because no. you can't. you oh. got to fly into Waterloo, first oh, of all. Okay. And even then, it's a little bit dicey. I flew out of there once. Woo. That was scary. It's, Did you have to pedal? It was, was it one of those kind of prop planes? Yeah, you had to run. It was a Flintstone <laughs> plane. A Flintstone plane. I got gotcha. you. Had to get that thing yeah. revved up. <laughs> Look, I, but getting to Des Moines is, is, is pretty easy. It's doable. Yeah, it is. And as we referenced earlier, plenty of hotels now. Yep. Plenty of restaurants. Well, yeah, and that's, So the entertainment factor is there. Well, we're not talking about, I mean, what's the expectation level you get? 10, 12,000 people that make your way. I mean, you know, they can do that anywhere. They could host the place in Cedar Falls. I mean, they could put it in Terry Hope. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could put it anywhere. That's not the concern. 
And Des Moines being the biggest city now. Right, it is. Outside of Loyola. Mm-hmm. They're not putting the thing in the United Center. No, they're not going there. No. This is the one that could make sense down the road. So uh, possibly some good news for Drake, even though losing your charter member. Yes. This is, this is going to be crushing. And it'll take them a little while to get over. And they're going to have to figure out a plan. Trent, could they chase those two schools that you referenced, the Dakota schools? Mm-hmm. Could they chase them, like, immediately and, oh, I think and, so. and get them to bolt as quickly as Wichita State is leaving the Valley? I'm sure they could, yeah. Okay. I, I'm sure it's very similar for all these smaller conferences. And the, the buyout numbers aren't nearly what we talk about. You know? Right. Remember when Maryland initially left the ACC, yes. wasn't they were going to owe 27 million dollars yeah it like was that. it was some outrageous and it number happen. and it yeah. happened there and and we're talking about peanuts compared to what yes that is yes to leave these other conferences so yeah uh just some thoughts there speaking of college basketball uh-huh and we were talking about this during the break and it it bothers me when you have somebody with a big national platform where you are known as kind of the guy or the lady of a specialty and it doesn't feel like you're doing your work. Mm-hmm. And who I'm talking about is the guy with the terrible hairdo, Joe Lenardi. <laughs> Mr. Brackett, Joey Brackett. Joey Brackett. Bothered me during conference tournament week when they had him on the split screen all the time. during. Yes, games. when the games were on. Get yeah. him off of there. And I, hey, this is click-worthy. You know, if you're on the internet and you're looking at number of clicks and you're trying to generate revenue that way, the Brackett's, you're preseason top 25s, those things, that's what gets clicks. Mm-hmm. That'll get people going. It does each and every time. But in that platform, and he's been talking about it, I've seen him talk about it on Twitter yep. for the last week, that he's going to have a bracket that'll come out the next day. Then do the work. Do the work. Actually look at the teams and figure things out. All right, I understand Iowa's not a top 25 team next year. I wouldn't have them in my top 25. No, no. But to not even be an NCAA tournament team? They went ten and eight this year in the Big and, Ten, and, um, and, uh, and we're on the in verge of sneaking year. year. Yes, one win against Indiana. Yeah, they're at the they're very in. least in Dayton. Yeah, they're in the NCAA tournament. They returned everybody. They bring in two four-star players on top of them. Yes, big men. Fran McCaffrey has finished now five consecutive years in the top half of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But they're going to miss it this year. That doesn't make a lick of sense. And then to compound that, you have Iowa State in. When you look at the Iowa State roster, and, as it's currently constructed, correct? do you see an NCAA tournament team, Jim? Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to see. Do you see an NCAA tournament team? Not at the team? moment. Right. Because it's, because it's the great unknown. We don't know. But if, you, if but your if boss I look came at that to you roster, and said, yes, All right, I, I, would say, bracket, I would Jimmy say at this time, no. It's not close. No. It's not close. Donovan Jackson, we mm-hmm. like him. Yeah. Solomon Young, yep. into his sophomore year, right. sure. Yeah, like him, yeah. Linda Wingington, mm-hmm. hey, he's a top 50 player, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then what? Cameron Laird? Don't know anything Has about anybody him. anybody seen the guy? I haven't even seen him. That's, right. what, that's why I asked uh, yeah. Alex Halstead. You know, the Lewis you, kid from Milwaukee. You ever see him work out? <laughs> he comes in. <laughs> yeah. There's excitement, I guess. But, you know, he was a top 120 player. But you're putting them in the tournament, not Iowa. That, that to me, reeks of laziness from Joel Lennart. The The thing is, is that with Iowa State, they will be the great unknown this this coming winter. We just don't we, know what the roster's going to be. Right, that's that's my point. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be the great unknown. As far as Iowa, we know. Yeah. Because we saw all those freshmen play. Mm-hmm. So we know what they have, 
and they can be competitive. And if those two big men uh, can do anything yeah. in the Big Ten, they're they're going to make a nice a nice move. They they really will. If Garza suddenly is a guy that can protect the rim, yeah, that was one area they struggled. All right, there's another piece. Yeah. Check that he's off. Uh, is he six ten? Six eleven. Yeah. Oh, he, okay. He's he's he's, he's he's put together. And then you got the Nungi kid. The Nungi, who, yeah. I mean, he's Jared Utah. Except a little taller. Right. I mean, he's, yeah. he's long, he's stringy, he can shoot it from the outside. Right. He's a really good prospect. I don't know if there's going to be playing time available for mm-hmm. him. You bring in McCaffrey, who's still, people look at, oh, the, the coach's son, all these things. Oh, I know. He's a four-star the kid. The kid can play. He's a top 100 player <laughs> he nationally. He can freaking play. You think these guys sitting yeah. at AU tournaments and doing their scouting reports say, well, I got to put him up there because he's Fran's kid. No. Yeah. Did they do that for Tyler Self? No. no. Did they do that for Calipari's geeky little kid? No. No. No, they did it for kids that could actually play. Yeah. Connor McCaffrey can play. He can play. That's why he was ranked that high. So, I don't know. I, it just, when I saw that, I was left shaking my head. How you look at rosters right now, you look at Iowa State and say, that's a tournament team, mm-hmm. not Iowa. That seems like a big yeah. stretch. Yeah. And, and ask anybody, even the big Cyclone fans out there, they would all admit, right now, who has a better team on paper going into next on year? On paper, yes. It's Iowa. Yeah. But yeah. they still have scholarships to fill, and they're out there looking. They are. They're looking. Uh, I saw today a Virginia transfer. Yes, they are. Uh, now, he would not be eligible to play next season. Okay. He is a sit and then play for one year, uh, which we saw this year with Daryl Bowie mm-hmm. was uh, of that line where you uh, basically have to redshirt because you're not a grad transfer, a fifth-year transfer, right. if you will. Correct. And I uh, have to go that route. And also looking at a junior college prospect. Who, our, they, who they got there? Our, our buddy, uh, Alex Halstead, yes. over at CycloneAlert.com. They're looking at junior college guard, Northwest Florida State College, Daryl Edwards, six okay. foot four kid. Okay. Uh, biggest thing about him is he can fill it up from the outside. Okay. A shooter. Okay. And point guard feels like you're in good shape. But if you want to go a lot more three-guard lineup, and we've seen how effective that can be, yes. this makes sense. This is a guy that you don't have to worry about point guard responsibilities. You have that covered with both Wigington and with Jackson. This is a guy, hey, here's your role. Shoot the ball. Hit threes. Mm-hmm. You need that guy. Be our Matt Thomas. Be our guy that can fill it up from the outside. And uh, also looking at him at this point, according to Alex Halstead, looking through his recruiting list, uh, Utah, Colorado, Illinois, Missouri, also showing some interest right now. But he'll be on campus this weekend. Okay, good. So there's transfers coming in. There's JUCO guys coming in. They still have four scholarships. Yeah, they, yes, they do. That's the other part. Now, yeah. hey, we might get through this next month, and that roster might look completely different. Mm-hmm. And then you can say Iowa State, hey, I think they're going to be all right. Yeah, I think they're going to be all right here. But to say that today on April 5th, yeah. come on. Come on, Lenardi. Let me, uh, let me run this by you because this just came across as well. And we had a conversation earlier in the show about the Raiders and their move and where they're going to play and all of that. Uh, Now it's being reported that the Oakland Coliseum board is reporting that the Raiders are at least four years past due in paying parking revenue. Uh Uh-oh. And it must be paid in order for them to play at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum next season. Hmm. Interesting. Here comes San Antonio, Here. Jimmy It <laughs> just came over. That's oh, great. Boy. Haven't paid their parking revenue. It's past due for four years. Got to do that. Yeah. Come on. Speaking of bad haircuts, we go from Lenardi oh. to, <laughs> to, who to now? Mark Davis. Oh, God, that, that poor thing. guy. They just put a bowl on his head and cut around. That's all they do. Unbelievable. I know. Don't people look in the mirror? I, yeah. 
Look, you and I, neither one of us are, are prize uh, prize guys. No, no. You better than me now, but at least we have a semblance of a comb. Right. right. <laughs> at least I keep like to keep the gray hair trimmed up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Falling down, looking like a broom. Oh, my this. God. Just turn them upside down. I'm using them as a dust mop. Unbelievable. They're nuts. All right, we're coming back. Uh, Al's going to be on with us, right? Yeah, Al Yellen from Bleed Cubby Blue, SB Nation on the Cubs. We'll be talking a lot of Cubbies rain out today. Yep. They'll be playing tomorrow at 1245, the conclusion of their series. With the Cardinals, we'll talk some early season baseball and some initial thoughts with Al coming up on the other side from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Napa know-how. The Napa Bucket is on sale for $2.99. It's engineered from high-quality plastic, and it comes with a metal handle to make it portable. You're probably thinking, that sounds like any old bucket, but it's not, because regular buckets don't get you 20% off almost anything you put in it. So pick up a Napa Bucket today and get 20% off the parts you need. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, minimum three items. Some exclusions apply. Offer good while supplies last. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spot West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spot West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spot West Glen. And the Spot West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. A lot of baseball That's been rained out already. The White Sox and Tigers, that one didn't happen. Cardinals-Cubs also didn't come to fruition. We do have the Royals and Twins going on right now. Oh, Lord, we got to get an update, uh, Twins boy. Uh, 3-1 at last. Yes, it was, yes. And uh, we'll keep you up to date on that one. But we're going to talk some Cubs right now, Jimmy B. All right. As we even though, even though they're not playing? Even with them not playing, there's still always things to discuss in the world of baseball. And Al Yellen, he joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Al, what's happening? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Happy new baseball season. Yeah, yes. Al, nice to have you on the show. Bleed Cubby Blue, SB Nation is where you can uh, get all your info with Al. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Al, let's just kind of start. Look, uh, I know everybody's excited and 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 rightfully so they they should be uh, i'm sure it's a real downer today that the weather has uh, canceled out the game but in your estimation is this the at least on paper the best cubs team that you can remember well obviously the last year's cubs team well, is, okay. is the best cubs team that, that i can remember but you know, they, they've certainly uh, done what they need to do to stay strong. they got the, the young core. I mean, people forget that that World Series winning team is one of the youngest World Series teams ever. And so these guys can only really get better. So I would expect the Cubs to be the best team in baseball or among the best teams in baseball for the next, you know, maybe five to seven years. The young core that uh, Theo and Jed were able to build up here, a lot of things broke into place for them, and a lot of things have gone right to get to this point. Still, uh, just with this year's squad, after last year, before we kind of dig a little bit deeper into 2017, Al, we know what a Cubs fan you are. We know how important this team has been for you. I followed you for years on, on Twitter and the websites that you've had and all those different things. After finally breaking through and winning that World Series, is it different for you, and does does it feel different for the fan base, the people that you've talked to? You know, it is. You know, here's what's different. What's different is that we don't anymore have that quest of what would it feel like if and when the Cubs win the World Series because now it's happened. So now we know how it feels, and this is because this has been a lifetime 
quest for every Cubs fan. I mean, no, no living Cubs fan was, was around in 1908. So, you know, until last year, nobody knew what that felt like. Now, now we know. And of course, you know, every year, every, every team you hope, you know, the, the fans hope eventually gets good enough to win. We know this team is, is good enough to at least be in the hunt this year. But you know, it's, it, it feels to me, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like a, almost like a victory lap season. <laughs> yeah, we'd like them to win. If they don't, if they don't, you know, we know what it feels like. It just happened. So, you know, that can sustain me at least for, for a while if it doesn't happen this year. So you're not going to go jump off a bridge if they don't win back-to-back is what you're saying. No, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously back-to-back would be great. Uh, the Cubs have only won back-to-back World Series every time they've done it. So, you know, maybe that'll happen again. They'll, uh, they'll go back-to-back like they did 108 years ago. So that would be pretty cool. I got news for you. I, but, ca- you know, I, ca- no. I called that game, Al. <laughs> yeah, but no, definitely no bridge jumping. It's, uh, okay. you know, it, it feels real good. It's, it's, it's satisfied everything we've always dreamed of. It's uh, last year was so much fun. We we talked a little bit earlier. The Indians look like they're. I mean, talk about overreaction early on, but they looked incredibly good through two games. And the Cubs, on the other hand, got it done. A tight one. Uh, let's go back to last night and just the oddity. Stephen Biscotti hit on the elbow, then hit on the other elbow, yeah. then hit in the helmet. I mean, God. talk about a rough night. It's tough to be Stephen Piscotty, but I thought it was great to see Rizzo come over mm-hmm. after that final. Uh, get hit in the helmet, he's the first guy over there. It, it shows you, yeah, it's a rivalry, but these guys understand, hey, it's baseball. These are still people on the other side. Oh, they definitely do. And, you know, like you say, it's a good rivalry. It's a big rivalry with the fans. But I think I think the Cubs and Cardinals have a really good respect for each other on the field. Uh, I, I almost feel like the Cubs have been through two playoff series already with these first two games, you know, both of them back and forth and, and tough one-run games. So, God, you know, can they take a whole season's worth of intensity like that? But, uh, you know, we've already seen some really good baseball. And even though the Cubs didn't win Sunday, you know, they came back in the ninth inning and tied the game. That's, uh, that's the way this team was all of last year. They never, ever gave up. The play last night in center field. Great catch. <laughs> Great catch. You know, one of the things that we talked about is defensively, uh, the concerns about Schwarber in left field if he's playing 120, 130 games out there what you give up but with Elmora in center field and patrolling and what you can do, the different combinations of this team defensively. It was a great defensive team a year ago. Can they still take another step forward? Well, you know, they have to sustain that at least because one of the reasons all the Cubs starting pitchers did so well last year is they had a great defense behind mm-hmm. them. And, you know, you can look up the numbers and find out exactly how that worked, but that's one of the things that Joe Madden emphasizes. And I think one of his T-shirt slogans, for this year is D-Pete, or defense repeat what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And that, that really is going to be one of the keys to this team winning is playing that great defense. And like you say, you've got, you know, Albert Armour Jr. might be the best center fielder in the major leagues right now. And, you know, he's played half a year at the major league level. And don't, you know, don't forget Jason Hayward. Yep. Uh, even if Jason Hayward doesn't hit much, you know, he made a nice play last night. He did. Yep. So that defense is, yeah, that defense is definitely worth something. And we all, and of course we all know what Javi Baez can do. Almost any time he touches a baseball. Have you noticed anything different in Jason Hayward's uh, approach at home plate? You know, I was watching him quite a bit during spring training, and there were times when he looked really bad, and he's grounded out a couple times to second base last night, and you're thinking, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah. But there were times in, during the spring where he squared up real good on, on the baseball, hit a couple of home runs, and I, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. This is a process. It's not going to happen right away, but I think that he is going in the right direction. Hopefully we'll see. Maybe maybe better when they get home to Wrigley Field 
a better hitter's park where he can, uh, you know, he can let loose on a couple of baseballs. Well, the great defense, uh, that's what helped him along, and the leadership qualities that he has on top of it. We all know the the conversation as the team came together during the rain delay last year during Game 7, and he was a big part of that in the middle of the mix. And it doesn't have to be where Hayward comes back and bats 290 and hits 20 homers and knocks in 90. It's not all about that. There's more to the game than just that, and he provides certainly that calming influence to the team. Uh, Al, want to jump over, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on the intentional walk last night. So Schwarber's up at the plate, 2-0 count, and then Matheny says, all right, put him on. Yeah. And it, it, it looked like people were like, oh, yeah, that's the rule now? <laughs> Schwarber's, I, I don't want to head down there. What if he throws a strike? There was so much confusion. How long is it going to take for everybody to figure out the new rule just putting a guy on? I don't know. Let me, let me just go on record right now. I hate this rule. I think oh. it's dumb. I, I, just, I just think it's... You know, it's part of the game. So there have been times when somebody's just an intentional walk and they throw a wild pitch, uh, or, or the batter swings and gets a hit. You know, that should be part of the game. It shouldn't just be, um, you know, take your base. Uh, I saw a tweet on Sunday that said, you know, when they when they gave the first intentional walk, or whatever you want to call it now, under this new rule, it's like, well, they're saved 30 seconds out of a three-and-a-half-hour game. So what, what are you accomplishing here? It, it doesn't do what they what they want it to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to take a while for people to get used to that. I, I had to kind of think twice after it went to two and all on Schwarber, and then people were kind of standing around and it's like, oh yeah, they must have pointed to first base, and there he goes. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be awkward for a while. I think it'll be understandable if the batter comes up and then they indicate immediately intentional walk, so he's not taking any pitches. But I think where the awkwardness is going to be is just what we saw last night, where the guy's in the box couple of pitches thrown, and then all of a sudden, here comes the sign. You're going to see more of that. And I think the other thing you might see is you might see a few of the traditional intentional walks where they do throw, you know, stand up and, and the catcher points, and, and they throw four pitches outside. In a situation where, you know, let's say maybe a manager wants to stall a little bit to get a relief pitcher oh, ready. Sure, yeah. And so that, yeah. you know, that, yeah, that'll save some time. So you might see that. You don't have to do the pointing to first base and give an automatic walk, it's not mandatory. It's just allowed. So there's not, my understanding is no, there's no prohibition against doing it the way managers used to do it. So you might see a lot of mixing and matching. Interesting. I just I didn't even think about what you just referenced, yeah. and that is letting your pitcher throw a few more in the bullpen to warm up. So you would have your pitcher then not really walk him intentionally, just continually miss outside for four pitches. Well, you could do that, but your risk if you do that is the batter's going to swing at a bad ball and knock it into the opposite field and okay. get a hit, and that's and that's what you don't want. But I mean, you could you could have a pitcher uh, and catcher do it, you know, what we might call a traditional intentional walk, where the catcher stands up, you know, points his arm to outside, and then they take a couple steps and throw a pitch like they used to do. You can, you can still do that, and I could see times where they might still do that. Okay, interesting. That's an interesting point. Well, Al, you've had an opportunity to see the team that most people believe if there's going to be anybody that pushes the Cubs this year in the Central, it will be the Cardinals. Some are holding out hope that the Pirates can kind of turn things around after a bit of a dip last year. But after uh, getting a couple glimpses of this Cardinals team, better than what you saw a year ago, do you think they have enough to make a push against the Cubs this year? Your reaction to St. Louis? Cardinals seem to um, figure out ways to win, no matter how good or bad they are. I, I, I kind of marvel at them. I, I get you. Know, I got to give them compliments on. Uh, well, I hate to do that. Kind of got to give them compliments on the way they manage that team, on the way they put teams together, 
They have talented players. It's always been a good team. The Cubs and Cardinals always play each other tough, no matter how good or bad uh, each team is. So, you know, I expect the Cubs to win the Central, but I, I don't see any reason why the Cardinals shouldn't be in the wild card hunt. It, it, it's going to be a tough year again in the Central. That'll be, so you think once again it's going to be Cardinals and the Pirates that'll battle it out and that's it? Well, the Pirates are, you know, that's kind of an interesting team. They they, they had a kind of a down year last year. Andrew McCutcheon had a bad year. Right. A lot of what the Pirates do, you know, will have to do with whether McCutcheon can come back to what he used to be. Uh, so that remains to be seen. Uh, the Brewers and the Reds are not really competing. They're both trying to do rebuilds. Uh, the Reds, I saw the Reds play several times in spring training. They're, I mean, they're bad. Okay. There's no other ways around it. The Reds are just bad. Okay. Uh, the Brewers have a couple of interesting young players. You know, they might be competitive, but they're not going to be a playoff contender this year, at least. Uh, let me just quickly follow up on that, then. Is is this a case, then, where it's the Cubs, it's the Nats, it's the Dodgers, and then it's a free-for-all after that with about three or four five, no, five teams? Yeah. Do not count the Giants out. They, you know, they were a playoff team last year. They're okay. always in the hunt. They have a great manager. Um, one of the reasons that they didn't compete with the Dodgers for the division title last year is that uh, Hunter Pence missed a lot of time. If Hunter Pence is healthy, uh, those guys are going to be really good. And the the one sleeper team I would look out for if there's going to be a team that could have come out of nowhere and maybe compete is the Diamondbacks. If they have Zach Greinke going back to what Zach Greinke used to be, uh-huh. and if Shelby Miller can go back to what he used to be, and that's a pretty good team there. Those guys can score a lot of runs. If they have any good pitching, they might be competitive. Uh, you know, listen, the Cubs aren't going to win this division by 17 and a half games again. I mean, that's, that was just a freak. Mm-hmm. You can't expect that. I would expect the division race probably to be closer than that, but I do still expect the Cubs to win it. Well, after uh, finishing things up in St. Louis tomorrow afternoon, it's a road trip to Milwaukee, and then Monday Back home with the Dodgers coming in. Talk about a great series and our first look at Wrigley since last year during the World Series. Al, uh, tell us a little bit about the changes and what you know, what they have planned uh, with the ceremony, with the unveiling of your uh, world champions and their first look at Wrigley Field for the year. Well, the biggest, the two biggest things everybody's going to notice at the ballpark is first the plaza that's going to be open on the west side of the park. That's going to be open on Monday. Uh, for now, it's, it's limited to ticket holders on game days, but there'll be a lot more room for people to, uh, you know, walk around outside. There's going to be a new western entrance to Wrigley Field off of that plaza. That will be a big help in getting rid of some of the bottlenecks on the concourse as fans go in and out. There's an extra way to get in and out of the ballpark. Inside the park, the biggest thing you'll notice is there aren't any bullpens on the field anymore. Those got moved underneath the bleachers, and they were replaced by some, some more high-end seating. Those are the biggest changes you'll notice at the ballpark. The Cubs have also put up four new flagpoles in the bleachers, and those are going to have uh, some banners, which the Cubs aren't telling us what they are. Uh, one of them will certainly be a World Series banner from, from 2016. Uh, three other flags will be raised on Monday when they have the uh, you know our first look at, at the Cubs. That, that should be a real festive and, and, and happy night, the first time the Cubs have played at Wrigley since winning the World Series. And then, of course, Wednesday... In the second game of the season, uh, they're going to have a ring ceremony where everybody gets their World Series ring. That's going to be presented to the players by 20 fans who won a uh, ring bearer contest that the team uh, wow. that the team had uh, over the winter. That that'll be a really special moment. Both both of those days, I think people are really excited about about the two uh, both of those games. And of course, playing the Dodgers, 
who is the last National League team they played uh, in in Wrigley Field during the championship series. So that that's kind of a a thing too uh, to see to see the team that they beat to get to the World Series last year. Al, with that, uh, you know, with the opening of baseball on Sunday night, I know there are a lot of people kind of asking the question, yeah, Chicago in early April, you never know what the weather's going to be, but was there disappointment? Did it come from the Cubs because they're going through so much renovation? They wanted to push back the start. Why the Cubs didn't get that first game of the season at home against whoever it may have been? Well, I think that that the Cubs, the first year they did construction, the Cubs, Open the season at home. That was two years ago against the Cardinals, and you may remember there were some problems with not enough bathrooms and right. and the bleachers yeah. weren't finished. Yeah. And I think that they uh, they realized that they probably you know while they're still doing construction that they should probably ask to start the season on the road just so they give themselves an extra few days to do that construction. And so they did that last year. They're doing it again this year, and especially after last year where they lost a month worth of construction time, of course, for the best possible reason, because they were playing games there until November. But, you know, with, with that shortened construction season, they really do need the extra time. So, you know, I don't mind that it's a week worth of games on the road uh, before you open at home. Home openers are still special no matter when they are. I, I agree with you from that uh, aspect. Are you excited that Bartolo Colon is going <laughs> to pitch uh, for Atlanta against the Mets? We get big, sexy on the mound. I just think it's fantastic. I, I saw a tweet which I keep quoting uh, that that Bartolo Colon made his de- major league debut yes. the day that Turner Field opened. Wow. Yes, and now he's going to pitch in the Braves' new park. So he he outlasted the stadium. Yes, he did. That's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, the Tubby Wonder. I <laughs> oh, love that guy. Oh man, I figured you did. You and him have a lot in common. <laughs> we do. We absolutely do. <laughs> hey Al, good catching up with you again. Excited to uh, hopefully get game number three in tomorrow in St. Louis. And I saw somebody on Twitter a little bit earlier today said the weather in St. Louis actually wasn't even b- that bad this afternoon. What happened there? Well, you know, I'm actually in St. Louis. I was going to go oh, to the okay. game this afternoon. It was it was storming quite a bit this morning. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, some some rain went some rain rain went through. Right now the sun is out. But I think some more storms are going to go through. I just don't. I think the Cardinals just didn't want to have the game interrupted, you know, three or four times by rain. Right. I guess they figured that it's not going to rain tomorrow, so they figured they could just do it. Both teams had the day off, so it was a, kind of an easy thing to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, this weather's just been crazy. I know that the uh, weather in Chicago hasn't been any good. The White Sox have already had two postponements, so. This is kind of what you get in early April in the Midwest, as I'm sure you know. Oh, we know. Absolutely. We know, Al. Trust us. We're, we've been drowning here now for the last two weeks, so feel like I'm living uh, like, a, like a duck. Just start paddling. That's all you can do. Well, Al, enjoy uh, no old style. Enjoy the Budweiser there yeah. in St. Louis over the next day, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road. Appreciate it as always. Thanks for having me. See you, Al. There you go. Al Yellen. Always nice to have him on. Bleed Cubby Blue. He's going to be a frequent guest uh, throughout the summer on SB Nation. Always good talking some Cubs baseball. Afternoon baseball continues what on. What have we got there, Twins boy? Uh, my Twins are up 3-1 to one still uh, over Kansas City as they play in the bottom of the seventh inning. My kay. boy Byron Buxton yeah. uh, struck out again. He is now 0-9 with six strikeouts on the young year. <laughs> maybe September was a mirage. Yeah, maybe. I feel bad for you. Come on, Byron. Get it done, kid. <laughs> Quick break, everybody. We're coming back right here. Jimmy B and TC is the Big Talker 1700. The Big Talker 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. 
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Bolton and Hay invite you to join them for their annual spring sale and knife sharpening event on Saturday, April 22nd from 9 a.m. to noon. All proceeds from knife sharpening will benefit A. Heinz 57 Pet Rescue and Transport. Meet the furry friends looking for forever homes and enjoy great discounts on commercial quality kitchen supplies on Saturday, April 22nd, 9 a.m. to noon at Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware Avenue in Des Moines. Bolton and Hay, they can really make you cook. Hey, Metro PCS and Cricket customers, are you tired of family plans with data limits? It's time to make the switch to Boost Mobile, because right now, Boost has the best family plan ever. Get four lines, all with unlimited gigs of high-speed data for just $100 a month. Is that an amazing value or what? Yep, four lines with unlimited gigs of high-speed data for just $100 a month, all on Boost Mobile's crazy fast nationwide network. And when you switch, Boost will give you up to four free Samsung Galaxy phones. Goodbye, Metro PCS. See you, Cricket. Hello, Boost, and the best family plan ever. What are you waiting for? Visit a Boost mobile store today. Offer ends 41017. Requires one line to port in. Lines include unlimited data, talk, and text. Video streams optimized at up to 480p plus resolution. Music up to 500 kilobits per second. And cloud gaming up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization applies during congestion. Free phones while supplies last. Requires port in and activation on plan $50 or more. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. 1700 KBGG and Malone Motorsports want you to rock the boat. As in, win a brand new 16-foot low 160 fishing machine Pro Series boat with a 60-horsepower Mercury Marine motor and trailer valued at over $17,500. Go online to 1700kbgg.com for your chance to qualify. Or stop by Malone Motorsports and drop your name in the box. Then be at our party at Malone Motorsports and you could be a winner with 1700 KBGG. 
Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue to roll. We go to the uh, top of the hour. Uh, Good show today so far. Do we end strong, or do it, does it go right in the dumper? Is it going to go uh, to a thud today? Yeah, it could. Last let's five minutes. Strong. Yeah, let's finish let's strong. Hit, let's hit this home stretch and really okay. start whipping that horse. Getting after <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, oh, it sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> so, Jimmy B., uh, we've talked some baseball today. We, we have. finished up with, with Al talking a lot of Cubs. Uh, we got the Twins on this afternoon. That's made things enjoyable for me. As they look like a real baseball team. <laughs> they played what? This is their third game? Second. Second game? Yeah. They look like a real they baseball team like in two baseball. games. It's incredible, though. Yeah. After watching the Twins a year ago when they lose 103 games. Yes. And just watching them just play average baseball. Mm-hmm. Not screw up. Not have mental mistakes. Just just play a clean game. How enjoyable that is compared to what they were a year ago. and. And look confident and how much more enjoyable my April is when that happens. But, you know, with baseball this year, we've talked about the races. Cleveland looks incredibly good. Houston's off to a good start. My right. World Series champion pick. Uh, we got the NFL draft coming on. We got spring football. It's as soon as college basketball finished up Monday night. For us, it's all right. Now, you know, how do we recap? How do we, you know, get ready for the next big thing locally, which mm-hmm. is, of course, football. Right. But their baseball is going to hold our attention with the Cubs. It will. The Cubs are such an important part of this market. They are. They're part of the fabric of this city now. And we're having a spring football that, I've told you before, spring football a lot of times, it's we'll talk about it, but uh, who cares? Yeah. This one's different. Well, it's because you're going to replace, at Iowa, you're going to replace a quarterback. You're replacing a quarterback. And at, and at Iowa State, I think... Uh, enthusiasm is high mm-hmm. because they saw improvement in the team down the stretch One, two and, out of three. and in and in quarterback Jacob Park. And the other big storyline, of course, is who's going to play middle linebacker. Right, right. It's Joel Lanning. It's, it's a fun story. Yeah, there. It is. Yeah. You know, the one thing that I'm really looking for on Saturday up at Jack Trice is offensive line. Boy, did they show improvement? They did. From what they were in September. Yes to what they became. They showed improvement there. We know they got the Dawson kid coming in from Michigan. Uh, that'll help that offensive line. A lot of pieces. They played some young guys last year. Mm-hmm. Feel good. We know wide receiver, they're set. They're, they are. Running back, they're in good shape. Park, yep. like the guy there. Yep. Offensively, it feels like at least the pieces are in place where you're going to see a team that can score. 
But then you get to Lanning. It's a fun story. It is. But it's also a concerning story. Well, I not just that he won the job, but he won the job so quickly. Yes. You know, that he's it's, your middle it's, linebacker. It's like, God, don't they have anybody? <laughs> but maybe more importantly is the defensive line in front of him. Mm-hmm. Now, you got a couple of guys that got a little bit of experience last year, but but overall, you're counting on Juco kids. Yes. You're counting on youngsters. They lose that whole group from last year. DeMond Tucker was a Juco kid. Look how he blossomed. He, but remember how long it took. Yeah, that's true. And if we're talking about a team that is going to be good enough to contend okay. to get to a bowl game, that defensive line's got to be ready from the get-go. You're correct. There can't be a learning process. You can't afford to go... 0-2 against you and I in Iowa. Oh, no. And then by the middle of the year, hey, that defensive line's finally playing well. You need that thing to go. So you need Leo to come in, and we've heard all the stories about yes. what an animal this team yes. is. But he's got to be a football player as well right away. Mm-hmm. You need that guy to be able to make plays. And that's the thing that I'm looking for, really the front seven as a whole. How they look, how landing looks, how the defensive line can go. Because, heck, landing might turn out to be a great linebacker, but if the guy's in front of him, aren't getting off their blocks right. and making plays, or if it they can't even occupy space and yeah. let him, and you got a guard coming and yep. hitting Joel Lanning before he can get to the ball carry, you're in trouble there. So yep. that's the thing that I look at with Iowa State. If they answer those questions, if that front seven can become even league average, we know you give up points in the Big 12. We yes. know that the pace and the tempo the teams play with, it's not where you can have a defense that gives up, what, 11 points a game? Like the, not happening like in the, the Big 12. Like the 97 Michigan team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not happening in the Big 12. And the 97 Michigan team could play there in the Big 12, and they wouldn't give up 11 points a game. It's just the semblance and the way the game is mm-hmm. played in that conference is different. Yep. But what you have to do is be adequate. You have to be up there in the league. You can't be the worst defense in the league. So that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, first of all, those young guys on that defensive line, the improvements that we've seen there. Landing, of course, but the defense as a whole, because offensively, the pieces are in place. Mm -hmm. The pieces are in place for them to take a big step forward. Now, how much better can Jacob Park get in your mind? This is a guy that didn't play football for how many years? Several. You know, he he was away from the game. He He was. He came back. He transferred to a couple of different schools. We know he's got the rocket arm. That is there. He's got a little bit of swagger to him. I like that. You know, he's got that, that butt kicker mentality to him. And he's got talent. Mm-hmm. Now with some experience underneath him, just getting his feet wet again, we saw the throws that he can make. Could we be talking about a guy that goes out there and throws 25 touchdowns this year? If he has that opportunity, they will be in most of the games. Mm-hmm. If he if he has that opportunity and capability. If they do that, they will be in most games. There's no question then in my mind about that. Look, could they get blown out against Oklahoma? Yeah, sure they can. Right. Yeah. But can they be in a game against Texas Tech? Oklahoma. They whooped them last year. Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. You know, could they? Were they right there for yep, three they, quarters. They were for three State. quarters. They were in that game. So, and you're right. It's totally different in the Big 12. I mean, all teams, well, with the exception of Kansas, and they're trying to get better. They're working on it. Yeah, they are. Uh, everybody can score. That's the key. And if if Park has that kind of year, once again, it's going to go back to the offensive line. Will he have time? Mm-hmm. And can the running backs get more than one or two yards a carry? Right. So with that, they they will have, putting it in the context that you just referenced, they would have a chance to be a bowl team. They would. 
But you're absolutely right. They got to win the first three. At the very least, you have to be two, two and, and one. one. That's the minimum. Yeah. At two and one, you feel like you got a shot. Three and zero. Oh, yeah. Hey, start printing your tickets yeah. already. Yeah. It's saving your money. Yeah. You're making a trip somewhere for bowl season, I think. But you know, last year, Park completed 59 percent of his passes, just under 1,800 yards, 12 touchdowns against five interceptions. Those numbers now in a full-time role. I don't want to say double, but pretty dang close. Mm-hmm. He's healthy. He's the quarterback for the whole year. He's the guy. Absolutely. I think the sky is the limit here and the excitement level. The storm is brewing, Jimmy B, is what they say up there. <laughs> and I'm buying in. Remember, well, you were gone. Yeah. But after they started 0-2 and everybody was selling their Matt Campbell stock, I yep. bought it all. I bought all of it out there. All the Iowa State fans, uh, here we go. Another snake oil sales deal. Yeah. Oh, this is another Chiswick. I said, here, bring it here. Yeah, bring I'll it on. It. I'm buying You're it buying. for a penny on the dollar. Okay. And I'm holding all that right now. Good for you. I think that guy's going to win. And I think he's going to win at a level we haven't seen very often at Iowa State. I hope you're right, because that fan base deserves that. They've, with they've the, been there. With the way that they, have, they, they stick through, well, it's not really thick a lot, but it's generally thin. That is very true. It really is. That is very true. Are Jimmy we done? B, we're, uh, we're about finished. What are All you right. watching tonight? Uh, I'm going to uh, watch a little of the Boston-Cleveland Cavalier game. Ah, uh, yeah. LeBron says that uh, it's a no regular big deal. Not a big, not a big deal. We'll see. It's a yeah. battle for first place. Here's a hot take. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> regular this, season NBA. It, it, it is. It is. And they and they. He all, says the same thing I do. I, he does. He'll he, get excited he, come playoff time. So a lot. He'll get excited when he walks on the floor. You can count on that. Jimmy B and TC, we're out of here. See you tomorrow, everybody. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more 
sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries. This is Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. My car needs an oil change. We do have five quarts of Mobile One Synthetic for $29.99. That's a great price, Ray. It's a pretty good deal. Sounds good. It will protect your car in all seasons. Hey, you know your stuff. Why do British singers lose their accent when they sing? I'm sorry? Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Now get five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic or Mobile One High Mottage Motor Oil and a Mobile One Filter for just $29.99. See store for details. Also at participating CarQuest stores. At Lowe's, we know there are two rules pros live by. Rule number one, always have the right tool for the job. And number two, see rule number one. Well, now through April 10th during Porter Cable Days at Lowe's, pro customers can get up to 30% off select Porter Cable power tools. From cordless drills to air compressors to nailers, up to 30% off select Porter Cable power tools. Save big on the right tool right now at Lowe's. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Excludes accessories, U.S. only. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and DC. It's been a pleasure to be on with two of the finest gentlemen, the guru. I love Jim Branson and Trent. You do a wonderful job. The whole package I never give you enough credit, but I want to give you credit. Uh, go back to the bar now where you just watch oh. out. <laughs> Check in the mail, Jeff. Hey, guys. Love the show. Love to have some local talk over the noon hour. Jimmy B and DC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KB. GG. What if everything you love to use, meant to try, or just ran out of came free? That's Clinique Bonus Time at Macy's.